Peace family, welcome to this month's Astro Audio. Here we take a moment to engage in the alchemy that surrounds us. I am Safi, your host, one-sixth of Team Ascendance. Let's ascend. Raise up, get yourself together, and drive that funky soul. When I say Sagittarius, drive that funky soul. When I say Pisces, holler, and drive your funky soul. When I say Gemini, Peace family, happy birthday Aquarius, and happy Aquarius season to all of us. Um, it's so good to be back here. Um, this is one of my favorite things to do is just vibe out with y'all about astrology. It's such a beautiful science. Um, and because we're speaking about Aquarius energy at this point, it's good to honor um, the age that we in, we are in the age of Aquarius, and I'll talk a little bit more about that as we go on, but I wanted to leave this here. I'm going to be putting this up um, moving forward, which really just states, in this age of Aquarius, remember the earth models to us what it means to be transient, moving from one energy to the next. Change is constant, yet so are cycles and patterns. The earth also mirrors divine masculinity and femininity, showing dominance in one as we move from sign to sign, yet always walking with both, the oneness, which leads us into honoring our ancestors. If you're um, new here, then welcome, <laughs> come back again. And if you are an avid listener, hey, and thank you so much for um, coming here and like loving on this, this beautiful science that we have and are gifted to, you know, just be able to look at the earth and watch the reflections and be able to, to see ourselves in it. It's such a beautiful, beautiful space. Um, so the ancestors that we are honoring in Aquarius season is first my parents um both my mother and my father Regina and Marco Contreras are ancestors and Aquarius um, and I'm a rising Aquarius so they passed that down um and so this energy is very very important to me my mother um was an educator and a reverend and my father was an artist and um a spiritual a linguistic guru so to speak and so I'm very grateful for the meeting and um, creating the destiny which is me for the um, female embodied energy I got the honor to learn about Dr. Jewel Cobb and ironically getting the ancestors together for the astro audio is one of the most challenging things um, I've been blessed with the task of, of collecting the data of our ancestors and their birth and death dates. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like what the grandmas used to do on the Bible uh, because there's really no one holding that space for us to be like, let me know all the Aries ancestors. Let me know all the Taurus ancestors. So just really strong documentation of our legacy in regards to astrology as well. But I had a resource under my nose this whole time um, with my background in photography. I definitely have affinity for powerful uh, tabletop books. And there is one called I Dream a World, Portraits of Black Women Who Changed America. And I started going through and I was like, look, man, I've been having this the whole time. Grateful. A lot of them are still with us. So we're grateful for that. But we have had a few um in this book a decent amount that have gone on to the ancestral realm so i'm glad to be able to use this as a resource um as well as uh, honor it as a book of creative brilliance so dr jewel um cobb who, who i didn't know much about i'm going to read the little leaflet to you is dr jewel um cobb was the president of california state university fullerton and was the trustee professor of California State University, Los Angeles, and that started in 1990. She earned her PhD in biology from New York University in 1950. 
and became a prominent cancer researcher specializing in cell biology. She has held several faculty and administrative positions, including deanship at Connecticut College and Douglas College at Rutgers University. She was appointed president of Fulton in 1981. Among her many honors, Dr. Cobb is the recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Awards from the National Science Foundation for contributions to advancement of women and underrepresented, underrepresented minorities, 1993 that happened, and the Kibley Awards Foundation, Southern Methodist University, which honored her in 1995 for extraordinary contributions through science, technology, innovation, in, in um, invention, and education. I started laughing because I'm leaning Aquarius, Aquarius through and through. Um, Mojuba, we salute her. And then for the masculine energy, um, oh, and I didn't give you her date. She was born January 17, 1924 in uh, Chicago, Illinois, and she transitioned January 1st, 2017, so really recent. Uh, for the masculine, for the embodied masculine energy, we are going to be honoring Gregory Hines. And this took me right back to my mom. <laughs> Again, this was a household name in my family. We are a lover of arts um, and musicals and everything. So he was just, he just lived in my house. <laughs> and so it was nice to know and learn a little bit more um, about him. So he was born February 14th, 1946, and he transitioned August 9, 2003. He was an American or African-American dancer, actor, singer, and choreographer. Hines began tapping when he was two years old and began began dancing professionally at the age of five. Like, been dancing since he was two, and then professionally, semi-professionally, was out on on the stage at five years old. Just, it, it was in him, which made a lot of sense. Um, him and his brother, Maurice, studied under great elders. He had a number one record with Luther Vandross. Um, he also starred in countless movies, Tap being one of my favorites. If you um, haven't seen it, you should see it. Um, he all plays, TV shows, voiceovers, and he received just as many awards in the field. Um, he started National Tap Day, which is recognized and observed by 40 uh, U.S. states, which I did not know. I'm going to find out what day that is. And it's also um, over eight international locations um, observe it as well and I just suggest you watching him I put a few of the hyperlinks one of him just like letting it busting it open on on with these shoes and the tap and then another one which is a beautiful duet that he did with Suzanne um, and it's just seeing black excellence and dancing it's beautiful and I wrote here um, the improvisation the improvisation he did with his feet. He made music. His agility, when he moved, it was like he was swimming on land. Like, check the brother out um, so deep. And in learning and watching him, it made me nostalgic because after him, it was Savion, Glover, and Stomp. And I remember that. But after that, like, I haven't seen tap dancing anymore, and especially black male tap dancing. And then it dawned on me, the last time I saw tap dancing was in this beautiful city that I live, where it was two little boys, cardboard box, and they put some taps on their shoes, and they made it happen. And so, for something that is considered to be a dying art form, you know, or at least an underground I'm gonna say it's underground, but just it's not getting the props that it used to at one point, especially in the black community. That New Orleans, like so many other things, are still holding on to the essence of culture and tradition and dance and music. And I'm just very, very honored um, to be a part of 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 this legacy that is continuing. Um, my friend also reminded me that. Um, it's the movie with the penguins 
that was supposed to be evoking tap dancing. And I was like, wow, I never noticed that. Like, yes, I did, but I, I was like, it was penguins dancing. I never was like, oh, yes, it's tap. So um, I know that they said they were trying to revitalize the tap um, industry, not even industry, but the culture with, with Happy Feet. I think that's the name of the movie. Um, and we'll see. But if you have any children, um, and as much as we love dancing, tap is just a beautiful art form um, and one that creates like music as you, your body becomes music in this way that it creates music it's really it's beautiful okay <laughs> i'll keep talking about dance all day long if you let me uh but these are the aquarius ancestors that we wanted to honor uh if you like me have any ancestors who are um aquarius um or row Aquari are aquarian um if you have a loved one, a, a mentor, a ascendant master of any sort that is no longer with us in this realm, I give thanks for them. I give thanks for their light. I give thanks for all their contributions and innovations and creativity they brought to us. And of course, we know they live on through us and through us acknowledging them and saying their names and, and bringing water to the shrine for them and uplifting them through the arts and the talents that they gave to us and that we do every day. So we say Mojuba and we salute them. So now let's go ahead and get into some of this Aquarius information. Um, I'm thinking about how so many ways to really, really um, come at this. I want to I'm gonna start off with some themes and some energetic just themes that I've been um, picking up on lately. And these are rhetorical, of course. So Aquarius energy uh, starts from January 20 slash 21 and goes to February 18 slash 20. Okay. Same thing, fluidity. Like I said before, the earth is fluid. You got to be able to like, things are going to change. Things are going to be different. It's not very, as well as it is, it's duality. So it's just as it's objective, it's also fluid. It's, it's a beautiful um, rhyme. A reason. So some of the energetics that have been coming up is who are you aligning yourself with? Think about that. Who are you aligning yourself with? I want to also inquire about how do we react to foolishness? <laughs> how do we react to foolishness? Especially after we have done a good deed for that person or that entity. In other words, how do we deal with betrayal? How do we deal with betrayal? How do we deal with change? Been coming up a lot. How do we deal with change? And what progressive ideas and inventions do we want to share with the world? These are some things and energetics that have been showing up in this season. And I just want us to, to think about that. So what you're going to do right now is go and look underneath the, the nice little printout that has Aquarius and all of the things that we'll be going through shortly. Underneath there is a hyperlink that says documents. You're going to click on that link. You're going to go to, it's going to send you to a PDF file. And there you'll see meet your chart. I walk you through step-by-step -step instructions on how to go to astro.com and receive your natal, your birth chart. This will give you, I call it your spiritual DNA, your spiritual cosmic social security number, you know, like this. This will show you you. A lot of times we, um, and even right now, thank God, it's becoming more popular, but a lot of people know they're rising, their sun, and their moon. Um, most, some really just know their sun sign. We are all 12 signs. We are all 12 energies. We, ex we experience the whole year. There are asteroids and fixed stars. You are literally a galaxy. And studying yourself, know thyself, will really help you um, learn how to move in this world. It'll also uh, help you to understand as above, so below. So what's going on in the sky is influencing and directing 
your energy on um, the moves that you make and how you are dealing with certain situations. And once you get to learn yourself, it's nice to also um, get to in touch with the people that you love. So knowing your... Uh, I, I was about to... Got all frantic real quick. Knowing your child's astrology in my um, humble opinion is mandatory. This is what... Um, birth naming ceremonies were all about you we were all supposed to get this information at birth and not necessarily us but our community so that way they would know how to raise us and how to rear us by looking at our data and saying this is what this child is comprised of these are the ancestors that are invoked through them this is the way they're going to move in this earth so now we know how to support this child and so a lot of us are getting this information when we are and we're always right on time, but please be gentle with yourself as you learn this information because this is something that was once held for you, for you, not only for yourself, but by your community, okay? So you're going to get your documentation and you're going to get your chart and now we're going to get into Aquarius because some people are like, well, this ain't really going to affect me or this ain't for me. Yes, it is. And if you're here, you know it is. Um, so let's talk about what Aquarius is all about. So it rules the 11th house. So when you get your chart and you're looking at your natal chart, anything in your 11th house is ruled by Aquarius. Did she change her colors on me? She sure did. That was so sweet of her. I'm sorry, I'm looking at my documentation. She was nice. She changed the colors for me. And I want to make sure, yeah, I'm in the right document. Okay, that's cool. My friend hooked me up while she was looking over stuff. Okay, but see, and it goes into like-minded people, friends. My friend hooked me up while she was looking over something and changed some colors on this documentation for me so I wouldn't have to. And that's what friends do for you. So 11th house rules your friends. It rules memberships. It rules joint um, activity. It rules... Um, ideas and and hopes it rules like-minded people um and this it it kind of talks to what i was saying again is like who are you aligning yourself with you know what i mean this is this is a time where we're really thinking about that um who it don't take a lot of people <laughs> um to make a movement a lot of your powerful things happen with three people at a table three people on um the beach five people you know what i'm saying just having having coffee like these are things where um where great ideas and where things blow up very big and after that they get the staff and they get the you know building and they get the whatever but those innovation and those ideas they come very quiet and very still and then the other work is now who do i align myself with to make these ideas possible um and and that's a lot of what the 11th house is is speaking to memberships you know um greek affiliations i love there was a sister who busted out in her greek stomp last ascendance and i was like oh yeah like we probably do got a lot of you know what i'm saying uh sororities in here and even speaking on sororities now i'm going off in tangents and the same thing with social aid clubs because we're rooted and now even with you know the carnival season the cruise but specifically going back to uh greek and social aid the first thing was social aid and pleasure club now i don't belong to any type of sorority but i've i know from hearing them and being around women who raised me you know uh that were these were steeped in um black sovereignty it was steeped in black sovereignty um, in regards of, you know what, we coming together to make something, to create legacy and to make a long impact and to get each other's back when we need to. Same thing with the social aid and pleasure. You know, your, your husband or your wife could have gotten sick and because you were part of the Zulu ball or the, not the you know, the Stompers or who, whoever, whatever club you were a part of it was uh, they gave you enough money 
um, or helped out in some way while you got back up on your feet. And that's what I think about memberships. And I also feel like what we are doing our best to, you know, be patient with us, but doing our best to establish here at Ascendance is a really deep sense of community and partnership and fellowship so that we we, we create a certain type of sovereignty within ourselves, right? Where the uniqueness that Aquarius is, because Aquarius is also ruled by Uranus, which talks about innovation, technology, progressive, discovery, um, uniqueness, like I said, originality, surprise, expect the unexpected. And so with, with all this uniqueness type of tribe that we have, that we have sovereignty in our uniqueness, that we have a place where, you know, the quote-unquote... Um, I'm going to say it just like the freak, you know, the uniqueness, the, the weirdos. We have a place where we consider home and we have community where we can know we can call on other people. And also in this case, just have a good space where we can let it out like the week and the month stresses that come upon us. We know we have a, a venue once a month where we can come and just get free on that floor you know what i'm saying or talking to someone over some good food or getting introduced to a community partner that you didn't know existed in the community um just just also knowing that that is what we are too um evoking here aquarius works very heavy with all of us um now, before Uranus, it was the Saturn. Saturn used to be the ruling planet. So before you, um, Capricorn and Aquarius, and still, still, because I do old astrology and new astrology, right? So the first ruler, planet ruler, is Saturn. And Saturn, of course, we know is the father planet. It's the... Um, lessons limitations restrictions but all of that so that way you can build a proper structure and design that will last you for eternity so hard but hard for a reason slow and steady but steady because we are going for longevity and not quick thrills so this also flows into um the um it's going to come to mind. But this also flows into the energy of, you know, who are you aligning yourself with? As far as the being able to have a certain level of like, yes, these people, I can see myself with these people for the next 28 years. In 28 years, I can see this have grown exponentially. And I'm saying 28 because... Capricorn is so heavy. We just left that Capricorn season, which had us focusing a lot on structures and getting, you know, itemized list of like what we want to go ahead and tackle when we get into March and how we want to move, itemizing things, working out on things. Um, and now we're in Aquarius and Aquarius energy is asking us to now that you got like a nut and bolts of what you want to do, who are you going to do it with? And because this Capricorn energy is so hard up until 2020, and now even Aquarius is wanting us to be, even as our uniqueness and our surprise and our innovation and our ideas, like that's good but how you gonna get it done Saturn is still there like how you gonna do it what 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 are the steps right and so we have that as a traditional ruler and then we get into Uranus as the other ruler once we found Uranus it was like oh this works this makes sense this is where that goes that must be also too the ruler of Aquarius um I wanted to talk a little bit about rebellion because Aquarian energy is also known for its rebellion. Every Nat Turner, the Haitian Revolution, this is all Aquarius energy. And um, I had a client tell me that there were some things popping off in France. I really am so removed. If my news comes from the people, like from their mouth. So I'm grateful 
that she told me about that, but that these people were like tearing it up. Like, if you're not going to give us, you know, we need this, we need healthcare, we need this, we need the rest, we need this many days. Like, they were, and they were taking it to the street. So, already in Aquarius seasons, we've seen the rebellion. We already know what's happening here in the States with the, um, hold out or with the shut out the shut in. i don't know what it's called y'all y'all know what i'm talking about with people not getting paid people not going to work and people not getting paid <laughs> we already know that's going here so it was already it's already tension it was it came in kind of like look what you gonna do you gonna shit or get off the pot and so that's that speaks to that rebellion and 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 once again who are you lining yourself with and how do you deal with betrayals i've been seeing a lot of um generosity being met with hostility like you going out of your way to do something for someone to show so uh to just be just be who you are and that being met with um being met with hostility and 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 lack of gratitude and so this is something uh, as we move forward, you know, because everybody's not going to ascend. Everybody's in different spaces in their ascension. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to have some people who you align yourself with and y'all, y'all on the same flow. Y'all can go. Y'all got it. And then other people are aligning themselves up with other people and they on their flow and their flow is in opposition to yours. Like, how do you deal with that? Like, what, 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 what is your action for that? Right. So, then, um, because of the surprise, I wanted to also even talk about more of that surprise energy and that constant innovation that comes along with Aquarius energy, Aquarian energy. Like, how do we deal with change? So, our technology, emphasis on technology, even going back to Dr. Cobb, I mean, she was, that's what she did, was study these cells and do research and, and work, you know, think about if I was a virus, how would I move? How do I think? What could I use as a chemical? What could I use as another, a biological approach to, to stop this um, dis-ease in the body from progressing? This is very innovative ideas when we think about our iPhone, when we think about Blu-ray, when we think about all the modern technologies that we have on this earth, is, this is, is rooted in Aquarian energy. And where I've, I know I'm a rising Aquarius, so I have an affinity for technology. I love gadgets, <laughs> gadget moves. Like, I get off on that. And, um, but it makes me think about, you know, when something's already always introduced. Like, how do we deal with change? For instance, with me, I'm not really feeling... Like, once Steve left, you know, and transitioned Mojuba to him, Apple been losing their damn mind. They even not doing all that good this year, from what I understand. And it makes sense. Because Steve was the one, even though he saw what the possibility was, he knew if, I, if he moved too fast that the, the world wouldn't be able to keep up with his innovation. And that is very powerful. That's why I felt this uh, this company, Apple, has been so successful is because they had Steve Jobs there to gauge how we move. So already I'm leaving like after the sixes, I'm going to go to a Samsung because they took my second hole. Like I don't, where is my, my aux cord? That's cool that you want the whole world to be Bluetooth. And I agree with you. Eventually the whole world will be Bluetooth. But for right now, it's not. And whatever car I get into, whether it's Bluetooth or not, I need to be able to listen to my fucking music. So this is how I'm dealing with the change, right? <laughs> and it means that I'm, because the sevens all I'm missing holes <laughs> that I am not going to, I'm going to switch to another platform because they're actually still using the aux cord. Um, especially when you get into international travel, like, and I know y'all are saying, oh, well, it's as simple as just having this little, uh, adapter. Fuck that adapter. Like, once again, this is how I'm dealing with change. Like, you're going to have another piece. So now I have my phone. I have my adapter. I have the headphone. Like, that's just too much. Just leave the hole. So, 
<laughs> and with my business, I've gone um, to online scheduling only. And people, some people are dealing with it very easy. They're used to it. Of course, I have elders. So the elders, I'm having to be very patient. Still being Saturn though, right? Like I'm not going to make your appointment for you because that defeats the purpose of me doing this system. But call me and I will walk you through it. You understand what I'm saying? Meet people halfway, right? A way to be patient and to move and let people, because everybody's going to get with technology in their own way. Some people are going to say, fuck it. You know, that's not going to work for me. So really, honestly, in this age, thinking about how do we deal with change on all sorts of levels? Because a lot of people, this is the age of Aquarius. Things are going to be changing. We're going to have intervention and um, things that we never thought were possible. Things that we thought only in our wildest dreams would happen they're going they're going to happen and so how are we going how do we deal with change is is a very important one i want to go through some of the other things on the chart right now um that we can kind of look to together so aquarius is air and i know that's that was so confusing to me when i was learning astrology because i always you know the water barrier the water bearer so it's just you think water all the times when um you think of air when you think of aquarius but it's actually air and i love this was um last year G dj chinwa talking about um music airwaves you know what i'm saying like the 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 waves the water waves of that music sounds and i was just that that the music makes and that really like resonated with me obviously if i still remember it a year later but um how we think about water and we may just make that one dimensional but like water through frequent like frequencies are oh, they move like water crashes waves ups and downs and so to to associate the frequency of music and the way that it moves like water to Aquarius was very, very powerful for me. Um, and also ties back into Gregory Hines and the way that he felt. Woo! You see that man dance. Like, he became the music. His his feet. I don't know. Magic, baby, magic. So this is fixed energy. Fixed energy, we have three modalities. We have cardinal fixed and mutable uh cardinals get things popping they get it generating um then we have uh fixed which uh operates things it's the operators of it increase stability um and then we have mutable energies which are about dissolving what was going on it comes to take it down tear it down make it something new um, and that is a uh, mutable energy. So G-O-D, where a lot of us believe we got the word God from because it resonates what? At all giving points, something in what whatever you're doing, whatever's on the earth, it is in one of those forms. It's either generating, it's either operating, or it's dissolving. Um, and a lot of time it's a mixed media of all of that. So Aquarius is fixed energy is about maintaining. It's about stability for as reckless and as crazy as it may appear, it's actually fixed. It's about stability, right? Which is so interesting. Um, the season is winter. Uh, and for the celebration, I have the embolic here, which is representation for, um, give me a second, y'all representation for the meeting point of winter like so we're halfway when i say the meeting point the halfway meeting point of winter so we're we're in deep winter right now even though you may not um necessarily feel it <laughs> as such as far as like the physical weather and we don't have the snow in certain places to extreme like get to like a full four seasons emotionally i want you to understand uh, spiritually, um, evolutionary, like it, you are in deep winter right now. We are in deep winter, but we're at the halfway mark point. Like I, 
February is one of the shortest months, and then March 21st is the first day of spring. So, I mean, spring is right around the corner. So, in a lot of traditions, this was also a time for celebration because whatever season you're in, you may have an abundance of one thing, but you have a lack of others. And for people who are definitely in uh, colder uh, weathers, you know, to get through winter was a matter of life or death and not even colder weathers because you think you have the droughts and you have whatever it was that you were lacking. A lot of times it was something that you needed. And so to get through it and, and be able to make a sacrifice or to be able to pre-plan and to know that you're halfway there, that you, you know, you have enough rations or you just got to get through a few, a month and a half before we're back seeing everything budding, before we're back um, all of the animals are having babies and milk and honey's flowing everywhere. We got a, we got another month and a half of that. So utilize this time very wisely. The time of day that Aquarians rule is Aquarian energy rules is not 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. Uh, this we are having an emphasis right now on masculine energy which is yang so very like this this masculine who who the air of the mind you know it's the ruler of the mind so we're thinking about these ideas and we're thinking about who we're aligning with and we're thinking about how we're dealing with like a, everything is up in the head space right now very very airy and that is masculine um energy we have the chakras, the throat, the brow, the crown. We have the body um, parts, which is the legs, the ankles, and the circulatory system. So if you are doing any cleansing or any kind of, um, you want to be very conscious about your health at this particular moment, utilizing the astrology is very, very awesome where this is a good time to focus on your circulatory system. Um, moving, of course, is the first thing to get that moving, get the blood pumping, but also there are other types of herbs and things that you can use to uh, cleanse the palate and deal with that type of um, health awareness. Um, anything else that I want to Saturday is the day the tarot card we have the fool and we have the star and so I love that because it's like that get free like I say you ain't like have fun like get, get your life be unique be weird be be yourself be yourself and that's why I love Aquarius energy like be you be boldly you be who you um, are designed to be and that's what that fool is all about uh, as well as it does have like some naive naivety um, where it's kind of like pie in the sky where it's like you <clears throat> it you you um, you don't know yet you feeling so good you have so much you know you have so much freedom because you haven't been met with a challenge yet too so I do want to talk about that side of the fool card um, as well as the star and I, I love the star card because it really talks to us moving with our spirit you know a lot of things that happen especially with people of color is you know from from the from the invisible realm it's from the invisible realm whereas you know spirit told me i felt my gut something told me to do this i prayed and i had a dream and we'll get more into that in pisces season but things of that nature so really the star card me thinking about that is just like how we receive information from other realms and um those are the two cards and then we have the swords of course um the trees, I really just want to speak to Mimosa and Olive. Mimosa is for sensitivity. And so Aquarian energy, you will be, we can be very sensitive right now to the feelings of everything. Um, even though it's a mental uh, energy, it's it's one that has you with your friends. It's one that has you, think you know, joining up with your people and members. So you're you're in very emotive um, arenas of life, and so mimosa helps the 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 flower helps with the sensitive, the empaths, the people who you know feel all the feels when they're around folks, and then olive leaf um, flower essence is for exhaustion. So those two, I really immediately went to their flower essence property and just thinking about giving your body rest 
and also like nurturing your sensitivities uh, came up for me. A few of the ones that we were very familiar with are rosemary and sage and peppermint and lavender. These are some um, good herbs to include into your tea blends right now so you can harness even more of this energy. Moss agate is all about uh, uh, birthing things, birthing. Um, and, and that's exactly what the winter, you don't physically, but right now things are stirring. Like I said, animals are, you know, some of the animals are, their bellies are full right now, you know, and they're going to be giving birth in a little bit in March. So it's just that preparing yourself to be completely different, right? And what that feels like. Uh, and what is in the smoky quartz? Smoky quartz is really um, a nice one to harness right now. It helps with panic attacks and stress. And um, what else did I write about smoky quartz? This is what I need Gypsy on the line. Um, but yes, very much I know it's about panic attacks, stress, anxiety. Yes, is what I what I wrote. Um, and ironically, I worked with these two beads in this season. I lied to you not, like just was working on a piece of jewelry and these were the two beads that I was stringing and working with. And so I'm so grateful when those type of synergy, synergy happens in my life. You just know you're at the right place at the right time. I'm going to talk a little bit about Shango um, right now, and Shango is a, um, a spiritual representation of a deity in the Yoruba, uh, pantheon, and I hope that sounds right and feels right, that's the best way, because it's hard to talk about, uh, spiritual things, because they, they're no words, you need to meet Shango, right, and so when you've ever, um, danced, you know what I'm saying? And lost yourself in the drums. That that's that there he is. That's there for you right there. That's some good Shango energy. Um, but what Shango is also known uh, uh, for is being the general, being the general of war. And so to get to a general stab, uh, uh, to get to a general status. Thank you. That's the word. You have to have fought in war, right? So you at one point were a soldier. But then to get to general, that's a whole nother level of, of strategy. And I think of chess. And that is what Aquarian energy is all about right now is us having that type of chess mentality is um, I'll I be dipping out real quick because I'm seeing the chess. But having that type of chess mentality is what's being invoked and us right now as far as looking from a, a aerial point of, of of play versus them being on the ground you can see a lot more when you're above it you know which way it would be best for um this this band of people to move they should go to the right and then go underneath and to the side so <laughs> I hope this is making sense but what I'm saying is Shango is the general and that takes a, um, a type of mindset that can um, know how to move strategically so uh, I'm hearing that in this season as well you know to make sure that we are moving strategically and then Juno which is the asteroid um, that represents your marriage um, and I love Juno it's one of my favorite asteroids to look at when looking at a chart because Venus is what you want and Juno is what you need is kind of how I describe it so it's really looking at uh, people's Juno looking at your own Juno will let you know what it requires for longevity in a marriage you know what i'm saying like well, what, what what's required to go the distance once again bringing us back to members association like-minded people joint memberships and activities um and i want to say i'm going to go ahead and drop it there for aquarius energy in that sense um and all of this which we talked about i gifted 
in a way that I hope this helps you create your rituals and your practice, whatever practice you do, that I hope this you can use this platform from pulling from the herbs, pulling from the, the uh, trees, pulling from the times of days, pulling, and you can make your own rituals. Here they say the issues, the intentions, and the powers of Aquarian energy is ambition, charity, um, community, compassion, cooperation, creativity, desire, determination, freedom. That's what I love. It's like you'll get free. Friendships, um, gentleness, healing, honesty, hope independence, integrity, intelligence, intuition, light, loyalty, peace, sensitivity, spirituality, sympathy, and wisdom. Like, whoo. So take all of that. Look at your 12th, I mean your 11th house. Look at where Uranus is in your chart. Look at where Saturn is in your chart. And that is where you will get a lot of information and, excuse me, whatever is in Aquarius. So you'll have certain planets uh, and, and stars that are going to be in Aquarius as well. So whatever, whatever is in Aquarius in your chart, whatever your Saturn and your Uranus is in your chart, Aquarian energy effects. And of course, you're the home, the 11th house is also anything in your 11th house is governed by that Aquarian energy. Happy, happy birthday, Aquarius. All right, so let's move real quick into the new moon um, magic, new moon magic, new moon magic, new moon magic. So new moons and full moons, you get each sign gets a new moon a year and a full moon a year. So each sign gets one new moon and one full moon a year. Uh, the way I was trained with new moons and full moons, new moon is the time that you put your intentions, you put your prayers, you put your desires, you put um, your intentions, if I didn't say that already, inside of that new moon. The full moon is where you get your progress report. <laughs> you get to see... Um, what what's working what's not working and I literally say progress report because sometimes people um, think you're gonna do a ritual and the next full moon it's gonna be everything for sometimes and for some situations yes that is the case and we give thanks right and other things it's about well me and my mama still struggling but I realized we were able to have a beautiful conversation and no one, you know, everybody walked away feeling good. That's progression. And that happened after I did my new moon ritual. So I'm going to keep doing this till, for, for the, till I close my eyes, until she closes her eyes so I can continue to work on me and hers relationships. That's an example. So some of these things, uh, rituals you're doing may never go away because these are real deep-seated um, things that are happening in your lineage that need constant work and constant appeasement. So for the fourth, um, and be keeping an ear out for the um, mixes, if you click on the mixes um, down below, you'll be sent to the hyperlink to the Ascendance page, and that is where all the mixes are released. Uh, DJ Chinwa is going to be releasing our new moon mix very, very soon. I'm excited to listen to it because this new moon on the 4th, which is in the sign of Aquarius, whatever season that we're in, will be experiencing that new moon. So this new moon cor correlates to everything we just talked about. But on top of, our, of, on top of that, every astrologer in the world right now, any of y'all who study our astrology, star students, us star students who study the stars, have been hearing nonstop about how awesome this moon is. And I was excited to finally go ahead and dig in and just see kind of what the aspects were. So this is one of the best um, new moons that we've had in a long time. And the reason why is because sun, the sun, which represents our des desires, which represents our purpose, which represents, oh, my battery's about to die. Hold on, y'all. Stay with me. Because that would just be the devil. Can't have that. There we go. We back plugged in. All right. Yes. All right. Good. 
Um, so the sun that represents our purpose, our desires, our passions, um, and the moon, which represents our emotive selves, and Mercury, which represents our communication and the way that we think. So we have our ego, you know, our desires, our purpose, working with our emotions and our and the way that we think all being together, all being on one accord, and that is sextiling. And sextiling is an uh, aspect, a type of aspect, and it's a really positive one. Sex, when you think about sex, the, just the root word, it's, it's like, yes, we're going to be crew. We, 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 we attract it. We doing this. You know what I'm saying? So it is working in this sextile with Jupiter, and Jupiter is the planet of abundance, and 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 luck and um just i call it lakshmi it's just it's the, it's the what what you want what you need planet you know and so to have all of that lining up is just a beautiful beautiful full moon um and we're really excited i said full moon new moon let me speak clearly um and that is why everything is on accord it's it's a very abundant lucky prosperous full of opportunities kind of new moon so take all of those ideas take because that was the other question was what kind of progressive ideas do you have what is it that you're here to share with us that people aren't talking about right now like help us we need you to teach us that thing because we we're not meant to see it. You've been gifted with the eyes to see it and you are here to share that with us. What is that thing? Take that in, use the little bit of that Uranus and that, um, of course that Saturn energy and start working on the application. What does the application look like? What does the process look like? Go ahead and, and, and write that on out. Really good moon. And then also be ready as Uranus for surprises. You don't know. Someone's watching you. Someone's looking at you. They might. Someone's going to approach you. Hey, I was on your Instagram feed. I saw you do this. Would you mind coming? You know, and, and this it speaks to a lot. Us being willing to do that. Um, Saturn is also sextiling Neptune. So we have that Saturn energy again giving us wisdom when it comes to our dreams. So we'll have the wisdom in this new moon energy to move in a way that lines us with our dreams and our long-term visions. It really is a beautiful new moon. Like So enjoy it. Enjoy whatever rituals you do. Then on the 19th of February, we have a moon in Virgo. Once again, a really nice moon. Virgo is the sixth house. Um, and it's Mercury. So it's dealing with work, service, health, and the way in, in um, improvement and the way that we think. Uh, so I want us to be a mindful of that when we get our progress report. That it's wanting us to consciously look at the way that we work or the way and the way that we service um, and give services to, to people. Our overall health. And our overall improvement, our daily rituals, these are things we're going to want to observe. And this moon is rolling with um, Regulus. And Regulus, because I am a Leo sun, is at the heart. It's literally the lion's heart. It's the heart of the constellation in Leo. So this really talks about fame. This talks about bravery. It talks about good fortune. It talks about abundance. And it talks about it coming really quickly and fast so be ready to receive some of those opportunities that you've been praying for and that you put your intentions in um for the new moon also we'll have that courage so when opportunities do come where we may feel shy in other cases i know i do uh, sometimes and so we'll have this extra like i can do it this is what i'm here to do this is what i'm born to do moving with us uh, some of the other things that are happening with that moon is that that moon is um, trined to the Mars and Uranus conjunct. So there is Mars and Uranus are side by side and they're like building off of each other. Mars is the planet of action. Um also known as the planet of war too, you know, and it is with Uranus, which we just finished learning about uniqueness, innovation, rebellion, you know, 
And so this moon is really like this break free kind of moon giving us a lot of opportunities giving us a lot of surprises and i also want to be us to be aware that this is a moon where like fights could pop off right um because it's it's war and surprise it's war and freedom so be mindful i'm going to be very observant when that time comes around about like what's happening in the media what's happening in my immediate circle with my family how is everybody doing this might be a time you know somebody might say something and you just kind of be, you know, what's a way that you can remain free um, and, and not necessarily bring the, um, the conflict, right? So I, I think about that and I just want to mention that, but really it's dealing with opportunity and using that type of action to be able to go for what you want and remain your unique self, so I'm really excited about this new moon and this full moon that's coming up in February. Uh, I wish I could like hear from y'all. I want to know how everything's happening in your life. Um, I want you to take the time to click on the aspects, the major aspects and um, transits that are happening for the month of February. There is a hyperlink for that. A few of the major ones that are happening is uh, February 3rd, Venus enters Capricorn. So I say love entering legacy. So this looks really, really good in regards of Venus is not necessarily, you know, she likes to be able to do her own thing. But sometimes it's good for Venus to go ahead and get some structure, right? In regards of like, how are you going to put that, all that power, all that money, all of that service, all of the things that you're so good at into um your legacy building which is nice on february the 5th it is um happy new year um and this is for our asian our asian brothers and sister the asiatic uh diaspora this is their new year which is very close to march which is considered uh the secular secular new year the external new year and so for us um, who observe the uh, Asian New Year. This is the year of the pig um, and it speaks to feminine energy. Uh, it speaks to wealth and it speaks to fortune. Um, so this is a very good prosperous year for us just also with our structures in place. We'll know how to budget. We'll know how to um, move with the abundance that we'll be receiving this year and that feels so good. Um, on February 10th, we have Mercury entering Pisces, which uh, I have written down here. The subconscious mind enters, well, not the subconscious, but the conscious mind goes into the deep waters of Pisces, the psychic. So um, this is going to be, you know, go, the mind's going into the deep waters. So Think about how that, that makes you feel like our minds may be um, not so clear once that happens because it's, it's really wanting to think about the depths and the, the whys of why we're feeling it, which is, which is good. Um, and that sometimes too, we might have to, we'll be struggling with sometimes making just some practical decisions. So be mindful of that influence and be gentle on yourself when it comes to decision making and communication. Um, and then on the 14th, Mars enters Taurus. So action entering, um, possessions, money, and self-value. So this is really good time to be making some big money moves, making some actions around some of the things that you are desiring in regards of using, uh, for leverage those possessions that we use. Um, and then on the 18th, uh, the sun enters Pisces, which means happy birthday for our Pisces. So this is just a few brief um, transits, the major ones. Click on that hyperlink to get more. I once again want to honor the Aquarian energy. Literally every rebellion, every revolt, everything that someone did when they were like, you are infringing on my human rights as a being was coming came through Aquarian energy so without Aquarian energy 
in the United States, and it's not, I think it's so ironic that this is, you know, Black History Month, but all of the things that the strides that we've made as African Americans here on this playing field under these circumstances, Aquarian energy helped us, you know what I'm saying, with that, that resistance, that, that innovation of knowing, okay, they closed that door, I'm gonna go around to the side door, um, surprises any surprise birthday party any I didn't see I didn't know you were coming in town anything that surprises you and for people who like surprises maybe I don't really like them but for people who do and surprises are good too when you reach out in your pocket and you find a hundred dollar bill it's like hey so surprises all surprises um Uranus energy and Aquarian energy governs this um, the innovation, all the technology that we love, and we'd be loving some technology, all the new gadgets and gizmo, all of the advances and the, the science and the, the health departments that we do, the, the innovation, the, the science behind it, the, the new computers and data processors and all of the things that happen in innovation. This is because of Aquarian energy. So I salute you if you are a sun Aquarian, um, Aquarius that gets to roll with this energy every day. I salute you to all of us that work with Aquarius energy in our own unique way. We give thanks for this energy. And once again, happy, happy birthday. Peace. Under the moon and over the sky.